Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Have you ever wondered how many names are there for God in the Old and New Testaments? I've counted something like a thousand and many more descriptions of who he is and what he can do. But there was one description that just electrified me. It's found at the close of Job's suffering when his three friends finally hush and a young man named Elihu wisely asked, Where is God my maker? who gives songs in the night. The one who creates us is called the one who gives songs in the night. And from that description comes a question, begs a question, can you still hear the music? My name is Ken Gurley, and all of this week we're talking about those who have drifted from God. Today, I think it illustrative to see that there is a God who gives songs in the night. And when we are far away from the prodigal, he's very close to them. You see, in the Bible, the 12 hours of daylight were considered blessed. The 12 hours of night were considered, to put it mildly, not so blessed. We are called children of the day, not children of the night. And if we walk in the day, we will not stumble, Jesus said. But if we walk in the night, we will stumble. Night in the Bible is not a time to be enjoyed, but to be endured. In a deeper sense, night in the Bible speaks of a difficult season. As Jeremiah said, the sun has gone down while it is yet day. The night speaks of an eclipse of the soul, a season when we could be rejoicing but we're travailing. A day when we could be happy, but now we're sad. It's not necessarily night, but a night season of the soul. And that's what Job was experiencing, a night season of the soul. The night season of adversity. That's what the apostles experienced, toiling all night on a stormy sea. The night season of sorrow and grief. The weeping that may endure for a night before joy comes in the morning light. The night season of humiliation. Job said before his trouble, he had heard with his ear about God, but afterward he said, now I see him, now I know him. The night season is this God-filtered moment where he leads us away from trusting in self and depending more on him. We lean on the Lord in the darkness. I have a book by Clarence McCartney called Great Nights of the Bible. Chapters include such scenes as the night with wild beast, King Darius, the night of shipwreck, the Apostle Paul, the night that knew no morning, Judas, the night with the medium, King Saul at the Witch of Endor, the night shouts that routed an army, Gideon, the night a man fought with heaven, Jacob. But I love the last chapter of Clarence McCartney's Great Nights of the Bible. The last chapter simply reads, Night no more. That we are moving into a season of unending day. 
going to a city where the lamb is the light. And we read there is no night there. But until then, until we reach that land of endless day, what do we do with the nights? God, our maker, will give songs in the night. And can you still hear that music? The God who made us knows the exact melody we need to hear. He watches over us, cares for us, knows what is best for us. We have a song that he designed for the night seasons in our lives. He is the God who still gives songs in the night. He still brings hope into hopeless situations. He renews faith. He restores joy. He reignites the radiance. He resurrects the brilliance. God gives the song. It's no accident that the longest book of the Bible is a book of songs, 150 of them. The melodies may be lost to us, but the lyrics linger, and the song keeps playing. It's still being sung. It's no accident either that the picture of the New Testament church in the Old Testament was a house called David's Tabernacle. For 40 years, choirs and orchestras played and sang. Music is at home in the heavenly realm. We read of the morning stars or the angels singing together. Moses wrote the song. Miriam put it to music. The daughters of Zion picked up their tambourines and sang the song of deliverance at the Red Sea. And even on the night of Calvary, we read that Jesus and his apostles sang a song before crossing the brook Kidron into the Garden of Gethsemane. He is the God who still gives songs in the night. George Friedrich Handel, we would not know that name if God, his maker, had refused to show up. Handel was a man who had given up on life itself. He had entered into this figurative night season. But after reading the Gospels, he locked himself away, and he said later that the heavens opened. And three days later, he walked out with the Messiah written, God gives songs in the night. And the enemy tries to take it away. Isn't that what happened in Babylon? The Bible says they hung their harps in the willows. How can we sing the songs of Zion in a strange land? And there was no stranger land when the Creator hung upon the cross at Calvary. You remember what he cried, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It sounds so lonely, so full of despair. But you do know that is the opening line of the 22nd Psalm. And the superscription of the 22nd Psalm says, To the chief musician at the dawn of redemption. That the Lord was singing at the dawn of redemption at Calvary. He is the one that gives songs in the night. On Calvary, the Lord was saying, the night is far spent, but I still have my song, a song in the night that is going to lead me, a song that is going to carry me through until redemption dawns in this world. Sing it long enough 
and you'll soon arrive at the 23rd Psalm, and you'll find rest for your soul and the provision you long for. Keep singing. Keep singing all the way through the night. Consider that verse in the 42nd Psalm. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me. The psalmist Asaph is describing the soul of man, deep calling to deep. He compares the soul of man to a deer that thirsts for a fount of water. Just as the soul of man is only satisfied in God. The sermonettes, the performances, they fall by the wayside. And we cry out, God, I need a song. And God gives the songs. Keep singing. Keep singing because God gives songs in the night. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Gaither groundbreaking musical, Hallelujah, from, I don't know, 50 years ago, maybe. Sharon Haygood was the feature artist on one song entitled, God Gave the Song. She sang, you ask me why my heart keeps singing, why I can sing when things go wrong. But since I found the source of music, I just can't help it. God gave the song. You may remember in that musical, the narrator takes over at that moment and personifies music as the Lord Jesus Christ, that Jesus was and is the song in our soul. He's our music amidst the misery. And even though they nailed him to a tree, Sharon sang, what's that I hear? I still hear that music. Day after day, that song goes on. For once you know the source of music, you'll always hear it. God gave the song. I think that's the question for all of us. When we go through the night, can you still hear the music? Don't be like King Saul. In 1 Samuel 16, David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, played his harp and sang. The glad tidings of another world reached the king's heart. But two chapters later, it could no longer reach him. Stay within reach of the music. In the night, his song shall be with me. He is the God who gives songs in the night. And no matter what the enemy throws against you, keep singing. Keep living this life. Keep the melody in your heart. Isn't that what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 5? Be filled with the Spirit, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Yes, the Holy Spirit within you is the source of all song. Just keep being filled with His Spirit. Keep singing. I guess since I'm talking about songs, a lot of lyrics are rolling over in my mind. Here's another one. Bishop Charles Watkins was a PAW minister who sang probably his most famous song was Heartaches. I remember the elder Doug Davis singing that song. There was an ache in my heart that the world could not know. There were tears in my eyes that no mortal could dry. If it were not for the Lord, I would faint by the road. Now I know, yes, I know, he is nigh. But it's the course of that old song that strikes me. 
For there's a song in my soul that the world cannot hear. There is music no mortal can play. God has banished my fears. He has dried all my tears. He has taken my heartache away. Can you still hear that music? How does this help us with those who are away from God? I believe we have to look at the life of King Saul. In chapter 16 of 1 Samuel, he was within reach of the music. Chapter 18, he's gone to a dark place and hurls javelin at the singers of songs. What happened? Chapter 17 happened. Jealousy entered into the picture. Jealousy is one of the works of darkness, one of the works of the flesh. As such, it not only blinds, it deafens. People can't hear of the goodness of God in the land of the living. Saul got beyond reach of the music. I believe, I believe music can reach people like nothing else. I believe that a song from a childhood can bring back the faith of that childhood. Can you still hear the music? Let's make certain that we're singing the songs of Zion in a strange land. We've not hung our harps on the willows. We're not singing the blues. We are singing of the goodness of God in the land of the living. And we're singing the praises of God because they're listening. And the music, the song in the night can reach them. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at cangurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. The book on prayer is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at cangurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.